trying to listen to the ideal of Guru and Vaishnavas. And this ideal is very beneficial for our spiritual lives. And by doing Kirtan of their lives, their instructions, then the Guru Varga who always desire our eternal auspiciousness will be very pleased. And we who are very fallen, surely their mercy will be upon us. Because Bhagwan will not listen to anyone else's prayers except those of the Vaishnavas. Therefore, by listening to their method of bhajan, even if we cannot follow, still we can do kirtan of the glories of their sadhan bhajan and try following in their footsteps and do shavan kirtan of those who are also trying to follow in their footsteps. Every year during Rajmandal Parikrama, then they go to all the different places. Guru Varga, they go to all these different places of Raj and do Shavan Kirtan. Say we went to Javad, all the devotees went to Javad and there, and all the bhaktas went there. And there, the bhaktas they requested from the from Guruji that Radharani, she is Brishmanu Rajnandini, she never stayed in Rishabhanupur, although she had so much priti for Krishna and Nandagao, still Nanda he didn't arrange for her marriage with Krishna. So why is Radharani staying there in Javad? Chutila and Kutila. Kutila means she is always trying to do this Kutniti. Not kut- Dharmaniti, Kutniti. Means that which is opposite to proper moral ethics. Mm. Hypocrisy, deceit, pride, vanity. That is the meaning of Kutila. In Chutila means something very perplexing, very perplexing, very confusing. And Kutila also means to pinpoint, anyhow to make others confess. Or else to speak in such a way that automatically they'll confess the other ones. Or they cannot stay silent, to taunt, to complain, to criticize. This is ordinary, but there are certain people who, who speak in such a way that their words pierce your heart. And Jutila and Kutla, they're the ideal pair. Jutila, without any reason, she she wants to quarrel and fight. She may even a small issue, she turns it into a very big problem. Gurudev is an example. One person is going to be in the Ganga in the morning and his friend also came in the Ganga. Then he told his friend, Oh brother, yesterday someone stole from our neighbor's house. So they say he was bathing in the Ganga, he's offering stuff. He said, yes, I know. Then he didn't say anything else. 
But the other friend, what did he do? Then he went straight to the police station. And he said, oh, my neighbor's house got stolen. I know that this person knows who's bathing in the Ganga. Then the police, they went and told the king. And the king said, catch him. He's the thief. He's the dacoit. Then the morning they all came, took him away from the Ganga. And put him in prison. So he said, what have I done? And you know who has stolen from the neighbor's house. You know everything. He said, how do I know? I haven't even said anything. Because your friend has said that you are bathing in the Ganga and while bathing in the Ganga you have promised that you know who has stolen. Now confess. No, he said, how can I confess when I haven't even done anything in the first place? They said, we'll hang you now if you don't confess. He said, how can I confess when I haven't done it in the first place? So, so wicked people are like this. They'll unnecessarily get you into all these uh, different troubling circumstances. He said, all he said, yes, I know that someone stole from himself. The dacoits came. He just said, I know. Then what did he say? He went to the police and he said, he knows everything. He said, yes, I know that they're stolen. And just see what he did. Therefore, Jutila means those, even a small thing, they turn that into big, big news. Even the smallest of issues, they turn that into the biggest of problems. That is the meaning of Jutila. Radha she, she is the Adhishtatri Devi of Halladini Shakti. She is Krishna Priya, she is Sarva Shakti. Krishna himself worships her. The whole you, all the avatars. All of them, they worship. They all desire the food dust of uh, Radharani's lotus feet. Meaning from Brahma, Shiva, Uddhav, all Devi, Devatas. All of them desire the mercy of Shemati Radhika. What is the meaning of Barsana? Barsana means rain. Rainfall, Barsana. Varsha means like torrential downpour. Downpour of what? Of mercy, Kripa. Sanupadesh means land which is very uh, uneven, which is very flat also sometimes. So they're all thinking, when will this rain come? Similarly, all the jivas, they're like this land which has been scorched, which has been parched. So they always decide that Jain or Srimati Radhika's mercy. So here Brahma, he's always thinking that I've committed so many mistakes in, during Krishna Leela. I have four heads, but still I committed so many mistakes. Therefore, he, he desired that on his foreheads, the foot of Srimati Radhika and all the bhaktas be showered on his foreheads. Therefore, his foreheads became known as Dhangar, Mangar, Vilasgar, Mangar. And on his foreheads, Radharani's foot dust is always being showered upon on his foreheads. So his intelligence is always pure. And so there's also Vishnu Parvat on one side, Brahma Parvat on one side. And between, there is Sakri Kaur. So say... Radharani, her glories are so well known. So why, did, why is she now here in Javad? Where she is imprisoned by Jatila and Kutila, her in-laws, mother-in-law, sister-in-law. You see, the whole day and night, they are guarding her closely. Always saying many things. So and why is she staying in Javad? So then Gurudev, he said, you see, just be complaining to the judge, it will not do. You see, the judge has listened to both the sides. Then the judge will give his judgment. 
So all of you, now you all of you have heard their arguments. Now you listen to the other side. Because because of Jatila and Kutila, you see, even the air cannot touch Shrimati Radhika because they have such influence. Everyone is very scared of them because they may do anything. They can say anything. Radhani, she is very uh, silently performing her seva there in Javad. She is making all these different kinds of sweets. And no one can disturb her there. There Kundalata, Danishta, Lalita, Shaka. All who come there, they, they are always safe there. Then, because of Jatla Kutla, no one can raise any suspicion about Srimanthi Radhika and Arsakis. And Abhimanyu is he? He is like a mountain of pride. He is a follower of Kansa. He is also known as Sanjatla and Kutla. And what does he do? You see, even a rabbit, even an owl cannot enter the vicinity of their house in Javad because he is like that, very strong. Like Gordon Malla, the husband of Chandravali and Abhimanyu, they are like the right hand men of Kansa, left and right hand. And day and night, where, where does he stay? Day he goes stays in Mathura with Kansa. He turns in the evening and again in the morning he goes to Kansa. What does he take? He takes milk, curd, butter, so many things for Kansa. And then but also he likes to what? That which has been, uh, you see, milk which has been spoiled. And all those which are very decaying, decomposing for 10 days, 20 days, that which are of no use, useless. Then he calls all the Vrajwasis. If you have anything like that, give it to me. And then he takes all those things to Kansa. And then when he goes to Mathura, then they, re- they receive him very nicely, Abhimanyu. Because you see, one who eats nice food, you'll find very rare people like that, won't eat nice food. Generally, this is what people like eating only food which is decomposing, decaying, foul smelling, bitter, and then all that which has been like fermented and all these things. All these things people like eating. Like in the West, you see. They'll make food today. They'll put it in the fridge, and then for one year, for one year they'll eat that food. Even for two years they'll eat that food. That has been in the refrigerator. He take it out of the fridge. They'll warm it up. Again they'll eat. Again they'll put it in the fridge. Again they'll take it out. Again they'll warm it up. Again they'll eat. So they say they're all followers of Kansa. This is Kansa Niti. Because in their fortune it is not written that cook three times a day, make something nice, warm, and then you can eat that three or five times a day. Offer that as Boga to Krishna. So when they don't even offer anything to Krishna, how will they have this intelligence? So they're only eating very like uh, decomposing things. What do they do? They don't eat grapes. They take the grapes, they ferment them, and then they eat these grapes. They take apples, and then they, these apples, they start decaying these apples, and then many worms come, and then they make soup, apple soup, and they drink this soup. Once I asked someone, that you do offer some boga to Bhagwan in the night? He said no. Then what do you eat there? I asked. And they said, in our England, 
we make soup in the night what kind of soup we we take everything we boil everything we put everything in the mixi and then we stir it with hot water add some salt and then we have a big glass of soup and big pot of soup and we are only drinking this and i said very good you are offering the same thing to takurji also why are you troubling him this way see when takurji he is drinking this soup and he falls unconscious then and he is just falling unconscious and he is just because even takurji he is like a prisoner there in the house so kansa he likes all these things very bitter things very bitter card when i go to the villages i've seen there's a big feast in some villages then after 15 days what do they do even before the festival is going to take place they start serving they start saving curd and then the curd becomes so bitter that if you put this curd inside your mouth then it seems smoke is coming out of your eyes and nose and ears i mean they mix bura with it bura means like some powdered sugar mix powdered sugar this curd and then they eat this especially in all villages they like this before any festival 15 days before every any festival they do this they start storing curd they not eat fresh curd but they eat this curd which has been stored for 2 3 weeks so this uh, abhimanyu he is this mountain of abhiman pride what does he do he goes house to house and what do they do they take all these dirty butter all these things which are spoiled which are useless he takes all these things abhimanyu and he becomes very happy that look how much i have collected today i have take i have 10 quintals of curd and he takes everything and he shows to kansa and kansa he says you are my best tax collector he says you collect in the best way for me and then he brings everything in front of kansa and then there are so many insects so many worms the whole things decaying but what does kansa do he just adds some chilies there and some salt or sometimes some powdered sugar he mixes everything up and then kansa has many strong followers he gives one pot to each of them and then all of them they're drinking this like liquor and they're very happy so this is not to be discussed so we'll go we'll go away from here to because by by speaking about jetland kutla what can we gain so we'll go in another direction so this way there's a saying that instead of raising 10 gundas at least you look after one because if you if you're feeding one then that's better than feeding 10 gundas so jatlan kutla they are very famous in braj they are very famous for doing all these things so they are like the followers of kansa so no one comes in troubles rather than they are enjoyed because jetland kutla and jetland kutla they are very happy why they make radhani cooks everything within few minutes but radhani she cooks so many different things items but jetland kutla they will not eat all these things dhanishtan kundalata and then the other maid servants of jashoda maiya they all come from nandagao before mangalarti they reach avat and then in the night they they have this condensed milk they mix kesar 
this mask, Elaichi and honey. And then this way, three or four in the morning, this milk is transformed into curd and they churn this yogurt and they get butter. And this butter is not thick. You see the butter which is churned first, it's very light. So they take this butter which is very light and they have these donors made of leaves, these leaf cups. And they put this butter in these leaf cups and they cover it with a cloth and they send these leaf cups full of butter to Jishanamaya in Nandagao. She Shodama, she sees this butter is very yellow in color, very soft and sweet. So then Krishna is sleeping. So Yashoda, what does she do? She takes a cloth, she mixes it with hot water, warm water, and then first she cleans Krishna's heels, his hands, she gently dabs his dabs his body with this cloth. And then Krishna gradually opens his eyes. And then he sees his mother is waking up, then again he closes his eyes and falls asleep. And then Nishadamaya sees, oh, how is this mud come on his feet? You see, oh, he's not had a proper bath in the night. Just see, his hands are so dirty, it's covered with dust. And you see his face. Sometimes there's some kumkum on his face, some sindoor. What is this? Nishadamaya is thinking. So she is cleaning all of Krishna's body and Krishna becomes very shy because he's been with the gopis the night, previous night and his throat has become very dry. Anyhow, she opens his mouth and then puts these puts this butter inside. And this mouth this butter gradually slide down slides down his throat and Krishna is very happy tasting this butter. And Yashoda is saying that oh he's still not waking up. He's very tired. So again she covers him with her chadar. She closes the curtains and then she comes and tells Kakati the female monkey, don't say anything. And then he, she tells the peacocks, don't say anything, no pirates, don't make any sound. He tells, she tells the sakas, all of you be silent, he's very tired. He's not waking up. Kaniya's sleeping. He's sleeping and he'll sleep until 9 in the morning. So don't disturb him. Meanwhile, Radharani, she's made many different kinds of food. But for Jetla and Kutla, what do they like? Like you see, they, they like they like chilies, they like begun, and they like uh, the skin of bitter guard. They like only the peels, they like potato peels. So Radharani, she mixes all these things and she adds some spices, some chili, uh, very bitter, and then she gives it to Jetla and Kutla. And Jetla and Kutla, they're very happy. They say, oh, look. Look at my daughter-in-law. And then she first, Radharani takes the butter which is very light. And then she then gets the other part of the butter which is very fat, which is not nice. And then Jatila is thinking, oh look at my daughter-in-law. Whole night she's awake. She's cooked so much. She's made so much, so many kinds of sweets. What does Radharani do? She makes different kinds of sweets. And she gives sends it to Yashoda. And what is left behind? The, what is left behind? She takes that. She mixes it with besan. And then there are many different pots with different colors, red, white, yellow, blue. So in this way she makes these different kinds of sweets with different kinds of sweets with lattoos, burfis and she places in these different pots. But the real original sweets, which are most tasty, she sends that to Nandagao. But what has been left behind, these powdered things, she mixes it and she gives it to Jetla and Kutla. But Jetla and Kutla, they are so happy with what she has done. They make sure that no one can even cast a glance on Radharani. This way... They're always uh, glorifying Radharani when she when she's serving them in this way. 
and then she always jetla always says radharani don't look at anything black especially there's one black snake once a black snake will bite you everything will be destroyed be careful of that black snake before jetla she tells radharani sakis if radharani got nandakao you take her always accompany her on a palanquin on a palanquin and make sure that this uh, black boy does not see her and so day and night jetla is only thinking about safeguarding radharani protecting her and this way jetla she cuts down sandwood trees and then she keeps that ready and then according parties she keeps that ready and then radharani she does not even let jetla and kutla wash pots sakis know that if he cause them some discomfort then they'll cause more problems for radharani so the sakis they go they massage jetla and kutla's feet they put mandi on their hands so jetla says i'm so old i'm an old lady why are you trying to serve me in this way like in uh, so this is if you call an old, if you call an old lady a young woman she becomes very happy so in this similarly they are addressing jetla as a very beautiful young woman you are not old they are saying and then jesen they are telling jetla oh you are so young that your teeth have not come out yet and this is so therefore they are saying they are massaging their feet they are washing all her clothes they are putting halta on her hands they are putting mandi on her hands they are uh, they are polishing her nails they are dressing her up in very beautiful sarees in brooch you see no one wears a white saree even ladies whose husbands have died devil also not wear white sarees all of them wear colorful sarees so this way the sail is they know how to please jotila and then well coming from nandabavan all these things which are broken broken pots and all these things which are useless they take all these things and give to abhimanyu and abhimanyu takes all these broken pots broken utensils and he calls on big block cart and he also brings wood and and there's so many pots of mutta this uh, buttermilk big big pots of buttermilk and you know they make jetla kutla so happy that they offer pronouns they polish her feet polish they do polish her nails they massage her feet and then first they make jetla sit down and then first make jetla eat because first the mother in law should be worshiped and then the sister in law should be worshiped in that house where mother in law and sister in law are not worshiped then that house will always there will always be a fire burning in that house and so they're always making jetla kutla so happy and they feed them so much that they cannot even move their bodies anymore You see, if there's a pot and you mix, the, and if you make that pot full of water, then it will not move anymore. It will not make any sound. Only a pot which is not full will make sounds. So they're making chitlan. It could like eat so much, eating, eating, eating. They cannot even move anymore now. See, chitlan. She's old. She's widow. But still, they give her golden chains. They give her golden crowns, golden everything. Very nice sarees. Now chitlan is covered with so many ornaments. She cannot even move her body anymore now. And she's eaten so much. She cannot move anymore. and they say they put very nice chains around her golden necklaces around her and then golden anklets around her cover her fully with gold now jetla she cannot move anymore they say they feed her clothe her dress her ornament her in so many nice ways and then they tell her oh mother please be please lie down and then ten sakis are massaging her feet in which she is always very happy she will not send anything 
So I think all the sakis and they can go inside and serve Radharani. Because Jatla she can no longer move also now. Because You see even big elephants, they are controlled by the mouths. What does this mouth have? He has this elephant goat. The elephant can trample him, but still because he he controls this elephant, the elephant cannot do anything. Even tigers and lions are controlled this way. And what can Jotila? She is just an old lady. So if you please her a little, then she will become very happy. In this way, Jotila and Kutila, they can be very easily served and placed. So this Javad is like a fortress where no one can enter. And this way, the Zakis are always serving Radharani in so many nice ways. In Nandagao, they cannot serve like this. In Barsan also, Radharani is not so free. Because her parents are present there, her, his, her grandmother, her brother. So the Sakis cannot serve freely in Barsana. And in Nandabhavan also, they cannot freely serve her. You see, Yashodamaya loves them so much. She has given everything to them. She has offered them herself to these Sakis. But still in front of Yashoda also they cannot serve Radharani this way. But in Javad they can freely serve. See Jatila and Kutila they'll bring pots of water. Sakis bring pots of water to Jatila and Sukila. Kutila they bring, they milk all the cows and they give to her. They don't bring milk from Nandagao, they milk the cows in Javad. And there in Radharani she's cooking all these different kinds of sweets in Javad. They're so sweet, so fragrant. The Jatila and Kutila. They become mad just by smelling these sweets. And sometimes Sri Dham, he comes from Barsana and then he glorifies Jatla and Kutla. Vishwamanu Mara sends many gifts for them. So he brings so many clothes, ornaments from Barsana to Javad. Very beautiful ornaments, golden, silver ornaments. So many different kinds of decorations. And then Sri Dham, he tells Jatla, please send my younger sister with me. For a few days she'll come with me to Barsana. There's a festival now. Now Hariyaliti is coming. In the Shravan Mass, which is like August. Jetla says no, she will not go. If she goes to Barsana, then she'll be very sad there. How can she climb this mountain all the way out to the top and then again get down from the mountain? You have no facilities there in Barsana. I will not send my daughter in law with you. She has to climb this big mountain there. No. You see my daughter now, she's so happy here in Javad. But there she becomes thin, she becomes black. But here she's so golden, she's so healthy. I will not send my daughter-in-law with you. What will? What do you have there to eat? You see here in Javad, see my storehouse. In the entire world you will not find a storehouse here like this. In Javad you see everything is here. In Braj there are four watts, four banyan trees. Javad, Bhandirvat, Shingarvat and Akshayvat. These four waters. So Javad. Means underneath this shade of this banyan tree, there is an unlimited storehouse. You see, other trees have fruits, but you see, our our trees don't give fruits and flowers. But what do they give? They give nectar. They shower nectar on all the residents here. So Sri Dham, go there to Barsana and call your father here also. Your parents also should come and stay here. Leave Barsana and stay in Javad. Here, there is continuous shower of nectar. That it's, it's never too hot here, too cold here. Here it's always spring. It's always spring here and everyone is so happy here. Look at their faces. They're so radiant and joyful. And all the Devi Devitas, gods and goddesses, they're standing in line. Doing parikrama of this place. Offering mandana to this place, praying to this place. And they come and bring food here at the doors of all the residents of Javad. I tell my daughter now, go give some bhiksha to the Devi Devitas. And she refuses. She's so chaste. 
Sometimes the beggars come, saying, please give some bhiksha. In Jetla Kutla, they bring golden plates full of bhiksha. These beggars say, no, we will not take from you. Your husband has died. Because anything that is given by your lady whose husband has died, then that plate is impure. Even, the, even if they give a glass of water, that glass of water also should not have been, should not be drunk. Because of her sin, her husband has died. So who will take from her hands? And not take anything that she has touched. So therefore, your daughter-in-law, she will give bhiksha. And the daughter-in-law says, I will not, I don't, I do not wish to see in the face of any man. I will not take one step out of my house. Even the sun cannot touch me. Even the rays of the moon cannot touch me. I am always covering my face with the wheel, staying inside the house. I will never go out of the house. And they said, oh daughter-in-law, then they will curse my son. Jitla said, cows will no longer give any milk. The sadhus have come to take bhiksha. If you don't give bhiksha to the brahmanas, then be very inauspicious for us. So go, my daughter-in-law, give some bhiksha to her. Then just now you said you will not take from my hands. These Bhattu Brahmacharis, Brahmins have come. They will not take from my hands because I am a widow. So I cannot give. Radhani said, I will not go. You can give from someone else's hands. He said, no, you have to give. They will bless you and then our house will always be prosperous. See, until now even the trees are not giving any fruits, flowers. But now then our fruit, all kinds of good things will happen in our house. We will get all kinds of gifts. So then she fell at Radhani's feet. Go, my dear daughter. Just go, cover, your, cover yourself and just go give it and then you will get their blessings and you will come return to the house. And there, what is Radharani doing? And then there, the two Bhattu Brahmanas, what are they doing? Not just Mangalam Bhavatu, they were glorifying Jatila so much, offering so many souls to these two. No, it's not possible to speak openly about these Tastutis. But four favors can be spoken in a hidden place, not openly. Radharani is listening to all these Tastutis, her heart is melting. But she cannot leave. She cannot leave outside and go outside. This is she, they want to see. Let's see what is going to happen. Let's see how much more, how much more longer they'll stay, how much more patient they are. Radharani is testing these Bhattu Brahmanas. So they are praying so much that when, when can I get Radharani's darshan, Radharani's mercy. You know, Jitlangitla, they are very scared. Now we will be ruined if we don't give bhiksha to these Bhattu Brahmans. Just see how effulgent they are. It, it seems Vamandev has come. Just as Vamandev came to the door of Bali Maharaj, you see here, the twelve Vamandevs, not just one. It seems he has the combined effulgence of twelve Vamandevs, more than even Vamandev, this Bhattu Brahman. Never seen anyone more beautiful than these Brahmins. They are very powerful Brahmins. Then she fell at the feet of Radharani. I'll never tell you anything else. Just go and give them Bhiksha. Then I promise I will never tell you anything after this. Then even if someone says something to you about you, then I'll kill that person. I will never listen to anyone. So Jatala, she made many promises to Radharani. But Radharani, she said, no, I will not go out. Then Jitla fell at the feet of Danishta Kundalata, saying, Oh, convince my grand, my daughter-in-law to give Bhiksha to these Brahman Devatas. They're just standing at the door and she's refusing to give them Bhiksha. Then Lalita Vishaka, they said, All right. You, both of you, go inside. And what will we do? We'll cover Radharani with cloth from all sides. 
we'll take her out and bo both of you go inside and we'll lock you inside and we'll lock you from inside but don't come out anyhow or else if you come out then not good then you'll have problem in receiving that blessings you should be very careful while receiving that blessings you should not commit any mistake so for Radhana will go very peacefully there she'll give Bhiksha and she'll receive her that blessings and she'll return home so they lock Jitla Kutla inside the house and then Radharani, she in a golden plate she got so many kinds of Bhiksha there to give to these Bhattu Brahmanas there she, she saw not just one beggar, there were so many beggars there she had to give Bhiksha to so many you see even beggars have a group if you go in the morning to Atala Chungi, during Parikrama in the morning, you see there's a big line of sadhus. They're drinking tea, channa, so many things are distributed, malpua, and they form big lines, big long lines of sadhus waiting. So here at Radharani's doorstep also, so many sadhus, Bhattu Brahmanas had come. She said, she said so many other, how can I give picture to all of them? And they said, just give to one person. If you give to one person, you get the fruit of giving to all of us. We are beggars. Whatever we get, we share among ourselves. So just give to our uh, one person. When she came out for the doorstep to give, then they said, they didn't say Bhiksham Dehi. Then what do you want, she said. Give me your man, this one person said means let me enter inside give me this sevadikar accept me she said what kind of beggar is this what is this beggar saying Radharani thought he said give me a place give me your man I want your man as bhiksha accept me accept me in your seva give me this bhiksha Radharani what did she do she took the golden pot put everything on his head water was on his plate and then she returned back to the house all the other suckers, they were just looking. So Javat is such a place where all these hidden confidential leelas are taking place. Because no one is there to disturb. No one can enter there. Only Krishna, anyhow, he disguises himself. Sometimes as Subali, he enters inside. Subal, he dresses Radharani in, her, in his cloth and then she dresses in Subal's cloth. And they say she comes out of those. So many hidden leelas take place there. So Jatlan Kutla, they, they actually don't oppose these leelas. They're actually nourishing these leelas. And their only duty is to protect Radhanani there. In Yavat. So in Javad, these two guard these two guardians are always present. Abhimanyu is also there. So during this Brahma Vimohan Lila, Rishmanu Maharaj, he he asked the Rishi Maharshis that I wish to give my daughter in marriage because you're saying this year is very auspicious. Who should I marry my daughter to? Tell me some 
suitable place then the Rishi Maharshi is the same Jahut is the most renowned place in Braj. Jahut is one of the four waters and is most exalted. All kinds of opulence are present in this place. What is not present even in Nandabhavan, even in your palace is present there in Jahut. And Abhimanyu is there. And he is also very suitable, very exalted personality. You will not find a better person than him. So that time Mon Lila had taken place. That time Abhiman knew all of them were in the cave. All the others. So that time Krishna had become Abhiman knew. And everyone was married to Krishna himself. And then when they returned after one year all the Sakhas, then they told Krishna. Hello brother, yesterday when we went to our home, there we saw that there was one on Devi in our, each of our homes, one on Lady. And then we heard from our mothers that there are wives. So we never married anyone. Where did these girls come from? How did they enter our homes? We never seen them. We never even thought about them. We had no desire to marry them. How did we get married to them? To all these young girls. And Krishna, he said, that when all of you were in the mouth of Agasu, And say all of you fell unconscious because of this poison and then anyhow I saved all of you. And then all of you returned to your homes healthy. But you don't know this poison has entered your entire bodies. Therefore these devis they know the proper medicine. They know how to chant certain mantras. They're Divya Devis and they are like goddesses. So worship them and respect them. If they cook for you, feed you, then you'll always be happy and healthy. You'll be happy, healthy, and your minds will always be happy, real and healthy. And all the poison will also go away. In this said, you'll all, you'll never be angry in your life. No enemy will ever disturb you, and you'll always be happy if you eat what these devis have cooked. And every day. You worship these devis, offer them yastostati, because these devis are one-pointed worshippers of Sri Bhagavan. Because they worship Kattani Devi. They worship Kattani Devi so much, so only in two, two and a half years old. They worship Kattani Devi, they go worship in the Yamuna. And say that, then, well, the clothes are still wet, they, were, they made these deities of Kattani. For one month they didn't sleep or eat anything, and then after one month they had darshan of Katani Devi. So don't think of these girls as ordinary girls. And if anyone thinks of them in a bad way, then they are destroyed. And then they'll never be happy, they'll be ruined. Listening to these words of Krishna, all these sagas, they respected them as such. And then Purnamasi Yogmaya, Nandimukhi Jogmaya, Brinda, all the Shimashis, they came and they told the sagas. That all of you are about to die so many times, not just Sagasur. 
समटाइम्स धेनुकासुर गेम किसी सो मेनी डिफरेंट किलिंग ऑल ऑफ यू राधारानी Offer some stuff to these Vandana. Offer prayers to Shivanu Kumari and pray to her. And they say for many many hours they do kirtan. And Abhi on you he keep. Come on and see. Just see the daughter of Shivanu Maharaj. She is worshipable to even the rishis and marshes. And my just see my mother or my sister. They are always feeding all these sadhus, giving them bhiksha. And everyone is so happy. No one is ever miserable here. If one even just speaks the name of Jawat, he'll become very happy. He'll always be happy, and always. He'll never be sad, diseased. You say one who's very sad, who's diseased, he'll be very thin. But even if he comes to Jawat, and if he and takes this prasad that my mother and sister give, then he'll become very healthy and fat. You see, my mother and my sister—they have such nice qualities. And Vishwanu Rajanandini, she makes such beautiful prasad. That just the fragrance of this prasad, it pervades the entire place. And everyone just by smelling this prasad, they dance in ecstasy. And just and since the day she has come, Radharani, our houses have become so beautiful. So many different kinds of fruits, flowers, wealth—everything is present here now since she has come. say in nandavan the sakas they eat with krishna morning evening the rishis go there but now in nandavan they're being fed throughout the entire day in nandagaon only in the morning and evening but in javad whole day this prasad is being distributed water fruits flowers sweet rice there is no shortage of anything there everything is infinite unlimited Everyone goes there to Jawad because his nectar is being distributed, topmost nectar. And everyone knew he had no time to enter the house. His family would come and bless him. That you are so fortunate, feeding so many. You know, then they would tell him that you are the best servant of Rishi Bhano Nandini, Shri Mati Radhika, who is always serving her. So everyone, they have this. Uh, Uh, responsibility of looking after Radharani. Bhagwan, he gives this wealth to everyone. But a person, what does he do? He thinks of this property to be his own. He wants to enjoy this property. He hides it. But one who is not attached to these things, what will he? What can Bhagwan possibly give them? Bhagwan says, I become indebted to such a person. So, from Rishabhanupur, from Nandabhavan, from all four sides of Raj. Everything would come to Jawad. But the Rishi Maharshis, not just them, all the living entities, in all the, in the palace of Radharani, everything is given freely. Bhukta hasta means very openly, freely. But Jetland Kutla will not make anyone enter the house, but 
non grinder early in the morning ones the bandari uh, came the female monkey and they entered into the storehouse you see when monkeys come they come in a group and as soon as one monkey comes you never know when the monkey will enter the room and here the monkey will enter through a small hole wherever there is a small opening or underneath the door the monkey is very flexible anyhow there is a small hole will enter inside and the monkey started eating everything that was in the storehouse and the monkey will never eat silently you see cat eats very silently even a fox eats very silently but a monkey makes a lot of sound while eating he'll destroy everything he'll throw everything on the ground he'll jump everywhere he'll nicely enjoy so they say he broke all the pots there in jetla storehouse and then jetla she called her to sanaya abhimanyu come quickly see this female monkey is eating everything now and abhimanyu he got a stick to chase the monkey away then one more group of monkeys came and then he came chase this group of monkeys and one more group of monkey came so many monkeys entered inside this way and by radharani's desire krishna he sent all these monkeys inside and then krishna he came with all his sakas krishna entered the storehouse and sakas remained outside and by the time abhimanyu returned there he saw there oh so many beggars have come sadhus have come and how did the sadhus come they were nice turbans on their head they all have brahman train they have nice shika they put tilak on their put tilak on their foreheads very effulgent this is the prasad district since early morning hot hot jalebis kachoris bit burfis also not just these things shira halwa made with pure milk so many nice things are distributed there in java since early in the morning even now in some places like if you go to shrinaji nathdwar you can see in jaipur govind dev once the king of jaipur his daughter was about to get married so then big procession came to take her away so they were all given hot milk in glasses made of gold they were given juices lassis in golden bowls golden glasses and all these kinds of sweets everything in big plates and this is given to all the members of the procession from the bridegroom's family side and anyone who was going to eat and drink from this place they saw there were so many stones inside these golden plates and golden glasses and they were drinking this milk even the milk had so many stones inside so they told the king what have you given us and the king he said everyone was very sad saying the king has insulted us this way and they say even the bridegroom he was also a prince he was also no less and the king became very sad he said what have i done how did this come about because whatever i done for the bridegroom going there he was by behind but for going there nothing i didn't i done everything for them you see the bridegroom is being worshiped nicely but for going there there's nothing so they, then he went and stood in front of going there and he said with folded hands Oh, Govind, they have to punish me. But, but today, please save me anyhow. Bridegroom has come. I know my servants have done a mistake. They haven't offered anything to you in the first place. Not even a glass of milk they offered for you. Not even a plate of sweets, namkeen, nothing. They gave everything away to the bridegroom. Therefore, whatever they were eating was full of stones and all these things. 
many many things which are very bad so then when the bridegroom saw that our family was insulted then they all got up and started leaving and they all came from govindev temple and govindev pujari govindev instructed him uh, see they all come now feed all of them now give them some prasad not just laddus even now in govindev they offer 56 items 12 months they offer all kinds of sweets kachodis malpua ghevar these different kinds of sweets whole year these different kinds of things are offered to govindev so govindev he saw this procession had come this bridegroom had come so then the sevaks fed the entire bridegroom's family and the bridegroom said oh just see even the king's palace is only 200 meters away from the temple of govindev so it just is there we are insulted so much but here you see everything is so fragrant the water is so fragrant the charnamrit is so sweet everything is so sweet and they had become very happy having darshan of govindev honoring some of so they all started dancing in happiness then the king he held his hands in wonder uh, you had me insulted and now again you having me praised this is all your leela he said so since then the king he has said he ordered that anything you not just even water anything that is made will first come to me and then first be offered to go in there i will check and then be offered to others since then the king made a rule then every day 56 items will be offered no shortcoming in any seva and no one should eat anything without first offering to go in there So now Gopinath, he was very happy. And what did Gopinath do? Gopinath, he was saying, there's a shop outside the temple where they make sweets, sweet shop. They make burfis every day, rabadi, rasgullas, chum chum, gulab jamun, all these different kinds of sweets. So ten or eleven in the night, they say they make sweets. during the night especially not during the day they don't sell these sweets during the day so once one boy he came and he asked give me some burfis 200 grams he said we'll give money then if you give i give you these burfis and we'll give you money then this boy he took his bangles and he gave keep these bangles with you but give me these sweets and whatever you make i'll eat first and then you should sell these sweets away now this uh, confectioner he was thinking All right, what should I do now? He said, "All right, after one month I'll give you money." Then after one month he asked this boy, "Give me the money." So first he gave the bangles away, then he gave the bangles from the other hand. Then he said, "The third month he took his ring, he gave his ring away." And then he said, "Every day he's eating these sweets, beautiful sweets." And this this person who's making the sweets he was also very happy because he got bangles from one hand bangles from another hand then he said i have no other jewels to give then what did he do then he gave the boga plate then he gave the boga plates bowls everything but he said still you have to give me sweets then again even now when we go parikrama giriraj gordan they start making kachori from 3 in the morning chilebis 3 in the morning exactly see in giriraj order they make they offer to giraj in mukharmind they are duarti they offer abhishek and then they make so even the brajwas is a very pious whatever they cook first they offer to giraj so there also in gopinath this 
person, small boy had given his boga plate, all these jewels, everything. And Pujari went and he saw, he saw Gopinath had no jewels. There was no boga plate, nothing. Then he told the king, then the king said, go find all these jewels, who has stolen his boga plate also. All these di different pots, everything. Then all the shopkeepers became very scared. Because the, the, all these things were found in one of their shops. Then the shopkeeper, he said, you see one blackish boy, he comes every day in the evening. You see, he's a very intelligent boy. He sits in my shop and he eats as many sweets as he wants. He eats everything away. And then he ask, we ask him for money, he doesn't give us money. And then we tell him, at least give him some money. He says, after one month I'll give you. And then after one month he gives his bangles away from one hand, then the bangles from the other hand. He gives his ring away, he gives the boga plate away. He said, we don't want anything, just give us money. He said, I don't have money, I only have these things. Then the king, he understood. Oh, I bought him from Vrindavan, I bought Gopinath from Vrindavan, but I never thought that I'll have to serve him nicely, like all the Rajavasis do. So since then, he made a rule that all the shopkeepers, whatever sweets you make, you see, I won't take any rent from you, and no one will disturb you, no one will evict you from your shops. And from ten generations of their families, whatever you make, you should offer first to Gopinath. When he comes during the day, at night, any time of the day when this boy comes, you feed him. Because this boy was Gopinath himself. So since then, even now, because of the king's order, so many descendants are continuing making these sweets. See, in Kanak Vrindavan, there's Radha Madhav. Govind, Gopinath, Madan Mohan, they were all present there in Kanak Vrindavan. This was in the middle of the mountains there, in Jaipur. Radha Madhav, they were all there. Radha Vinod, Radha Damodar, they were all present there in Kanak Vrindavan. And Govindev, he said, Oh king, you stay in the palace, but you left me here in the forest, I will not stay here. I will go back to Vrindavan, he said. He said, no, no, don't go back to Vrindavan. Then he said, I'll take you to the palace. And the king, he took Govindev to the palace. Radha Govindev. And he said, he said, I'll stay here in the palace. And then, oh king, you'll wake up early in the morning. And then you have to see me first, and I'll see you first. We'll, so they say the palace, the king from his palace, he could see Govinda directly. And then he'd say, you're eating nicely in the palace, and here you're feeding me only simple things, like channa and all these old things. And you are eating nicely in the palace, O king. So then the king, he gave the entire palace to Govinda. And then all the shops, palaces in Jaipur, he, gave, he wrote everything in Govinda's name, Gopinath's name. Even now, the municipality there, whatever tax they get, whatever income they give to Govindadev. And they say everything is in Govindadev's name, all the properties. He is the master of Jaipur. Therefore, the glory is of Jawad. When Gurudev starts speaking, then everyone was so happy. But now you go there, you'll see, oh, everything is broken. Even other temples are very nice. You see in Barsana, the Sriji temple is so nice in Nandagao. One Java to see, an old broken temple. Why? Because this is a very hidden place. Gop, Gopi, Gopi, Gokul, Kapi. All these residents of Raj, they're very hidden. No one can understand their bhavs. You see the kings, they'll think it's only a broken temple. They'll say, oh, Krishna, he, uh, he has this turban on his head. 
and then they say he's covered by dust so even brahma he could not understand that how is he bhagwan he's covered by dust he barely has any cloth around his body he's eating the remnants of the other sakas he's eating from the mouths of others and then when he's eating from his hand his hand is mixed with so much dust and this curd rice is mixed with so much dust he's eating all this dirty food and how did the sagasur enter into his feet the soul of agasur entered into his mouth entered into his feet so brahma he had four heads four mouths and he was scratching his foreheads no how is this possible he was thinking his intelligence was defeated how can he be bhagwan this boy so guruji he was saying that there are very few who can realize the glorious javat just see a few days before one disciple of gurudev one sanyasi he left his body somewhere in in hyderabad bangalore and what did he write to his disciples his final instruction he wrote down he said that my samadhi will be in javat and then the disciples they knew nothing and who would do the samadhi there's one muni maharaj eh? gurudev's disciple he'll do the samadhi he'll do everything muni maharaj didn't come so then here all this do uh, they brought the sanyasi's body here and the disciples they had no clue what to do and the gurudev's desire just see this sanyasi just see the mamta then we sent devotees from here they went to javat and it was so cold day night and even the land wasn't bought then they knew they bought the land then all they gave samadhi to this sanyasi they did abhishek over him they put tilak on him they put new cloth on him and they put him in samadhi there in a very nice way in javat and now you go and see there only one sevak is there only one sevak of maharaj day and night he's only staying there in javat I said, you don't go there, it's so cold, at least stay in one proper room. He said, no, I only need Guru Kripa. And there they're making a nice temple for Maharaj, Samadhi Mandir. All the villages know that so they're now related to this man, this Sevak. So this Vrajalila is very inconceivable. So Gurudev, then he was speaking on the glories of Javad. And Gurudev, he gave so much for the construction of the temple there. for the redevelopment of this place he arranged so much money there but you see the people there they only they were only looking they think all oh, this money is mine that money is mine but but they could not engage so much in the seva of this temple the javat place so i said maharaj why are these people not advancing so much and gurudev told me oh they are enjoys you see if javat will become very nice place then they'll make hotels there they'll make lodges there and they'll start renting out rooms and the entire place will become covered by stones make all these um, allurements of maya and all the enjoyers will come and stay in javat therefore javat is purposely like this no one even knows the proper way to go to javat no one goes to javat in braj therefore in braj you see thorns and salty water they are very famous in braj see if see one tries advancing then immediately there will be so many things like you see these turkish rulers these moguls came the britishers came and they stole so much away they they pillaged they plundered they took everything away and now see takurji's leela before it was a place of enjoyment and then everything was broken down by these tyrants and everything was taken away so say takurji 
So Ibraj is always kept safe from all these enjoyments. Therefore, those who want to enjoy in Braj, they can never stay here. Everything belongs to him, to Krishna, to Radharani. However, if he is happy, then everyone else is happy. Our happiness lies in his happiness. So this is Brajriti. Very difficult to understand. The way of Braj. Therefore, Maharaj would say, even if you try in a thousand ways, still... You see, even in Krishna Janmasthan in Mathura, so many things are happening, bad things. Many bad things are happening there. So then, you see, in Vrindavan now also, very wicked people have entered. They are doing such bad things. They just take the name of Bhagavan, but they do many bad things. So then what will be the result? Then be destroyed again. Then it's a cycle. Like then, Sanatana Goswami, what did he do? Sanatana Goswami would only take this bati. And Madan Mohan is only eating this bati and he's so happy. This way, when wicked people are offering so many different kinds of boba, he will not accept. But Sanatana Goswami is only offering dal bati. This dough made only of like nothing. Very simple things. Therefore, in Javad, they tried developing this place so many times. But still, it remains the same. Why? This is Radharani's desire. In this way, no one will come and disturb this place then. As a place of enjoyment. So now we listen tomorrow. Very well.